So good morning, everybody. I am super thrilled for today. I am so excited with this person's background. I'm going to introduce you to, all right, this gentleman uh, whom I'm going to interview today is a director of Levi Patel Group, handling new and upcoming private TA university, which will have a student intake of more than 10,000 students with 25 plus courses to choose from uh, in academics. He's MBA from IM Calcutta one of the most prestigious universities of India. He's MDS in periodontics and oral implantology. And most of all, where I want to definitely give him the most credit is his passions for sports. There's one thing to be passionate, have passion for sports, and there's one thing to achieve so much in sports. So this gentleman has secured medals at district and state level at under 17, under 19, and university meets in swimming. He's been a district and zonal player in table tennis, He's been a district, state and national player in badminton. He's been a district player in kabaddi, national B player in chess, ITA player in tennis. Wow. Wow. Running, top 50 finisher in full and half marathons, more than 50 international marathons done, aquathlons, biathlons, cycling from 100 kilometers all the way to 600 kilometer races done, also a super randonneur, Ironman done. Ironman, one of the most insane thing to participate in. And now, eyeing for Ironman championships, which very, very, very few Indians do. So, guys, I'm thrilled to invite Dr. Swaroop Puranik to my show. Welcome, Dr. Swaroop. I am so thrilled for you having accepted my invite. Hi, How Manik. are you? I am good. Thank you so much. How are you doing? And thank you so much for uh, inviting me on your show. And I'm absolutely thrilled and excited to just interact with you, man. So, Dr. Swaroop, all right, in, means so much tennis, kabaddi, badminton, table tennis, swimming. Like, uh, what is the, what, what special herb is the secret of, you know, your energy to have accomplished so much? Uh, what made you get into so many things and excel in so many things? Oh, well, uh, to be honest, I mean, it was never planned. Uh, so I come from a very small town of Dombivli. I mean, it's actually, now it's not a small town anymore, but uh, I come from a very small town. It's a suburb in Mumbai. Uh, yeah. So I just remember back in 1986, I was just around, uh, what, four or five year old. And uh, there was this big advertisement of launch of swimming pool. And by the way, that was the first facility that was actually launched in my small town. And it was just swimming pool. So okay. obviously, we registered, my father registered me for swimming. And uh, now, uh, when a structure like swimming pool comes up, uh, it is always associated with either table tennis table or carom or chess in our changing rooms. That's exactly how it is. Now the concept of club is right. very common, but those days it was not really yeah. that common. But it still had uh, uh, the, the common rooms where there were chess and table tennis tables and so on and so forth. So primarily I got introduced to swimming there, but then obviously you catch up with other sports which are in the vicinity. So that's how we actually started. So, looking at all the credits against your name, looks like you were living in the club more than the house. Uh, to be honest, yes, <laughs> I was. Uh, once, and uh, I, I would, I would actually give all the credit to my parents to actually push me uh, into sports uh, very early in my life. I mean, I, I got introduced to swimming when, like I said, maybe I was four year old. Yeah, and. Okay. Uh, 
and that's how it started and once you are introduced to sports so early in your life i mean it's obvious that it's very natural to be addicted and you know kind of get a hang of sports so yes i mean two hours in the morning one hour in the evening that's how it started when i was just five or six year old really you know so that's how it i got hooked on to sports yes wow normally when you meet someone who's a, a pro at any sport he's got he's got hooked on to that one sport and he's just hooked on to that sport and that's been it uh, you never got into the thought process of taking one sport and you know sticking to it for long what because because there's so much of comfort zone a, a sportsman gets into when he's good at something right you know once he's a zonal player he's thinking of national when he's national he's thinking of international what made you keep or was it just following your heart yes it was really following my heart because uh, uh, and i am very grateful for that introduction because as you were introducing me i was actually getting into the flashback uh, well i was this year old and i did this and all that sort of things because uh, under 15 was the first professional kind of championships that i ever entered that was in swimming and uh, uh, but you know after that it started that entire cycle of every year participating into all the championships all the under 17 under 15 nationals but i was very clear in my mind that uh, these are my hobbies you know i what i want to become is a doctor uh, and primarily because my father so you were very very clear yes exactly because uh, uh, why doctor because my father is a dentist himself so we okay. grow up looking up to our parents and uh, so you do, and my mother is a, a criminal lawyer so uh, it was always going to be uh, either a dentist or a lawyer so i became a dentist and luckily i was wow. very good at studies so uh, it just happened and i was very clear that i would take sports as just hobby okay dr sarup looks like anything you do you're good at it you know not, not so really that's... that <laughs> you know so so i i saw some of the pictures of yours the highlight with the recent highlights of yours around ironman texas okay i i am amazed to be talking to someone who has participated in ironman uh which is, which seems to be a very very uh you know extremely painful physically mentally i'm sure to reach there and then to finish the race all right so you want to share a little bit about that how what made you participate and how was the whole journey uh well uh, it's it's painful when you do it but once you finish you you see that finisher line uh, it's the most surreal experience i would i would i would definitely compare it to my first half marathon uh, when i completed uh, i think when you first do it i mean if you are all excited about it and you the memories just don't never go away i mean i would like to cherish those memories forever uh, like you said yes uh, because i have a, a swimming background that we just discussed uh and mm. i have a running background a decent running background where i have participated in many many runs before uh the only thing missing was bike and right, uh, right. so uh, once i took little bit of bike or biking uh, then it was pretty obvious that uh, if i get a hang of bike then triathlon is the way to go 
and uh, so i took up biking uh, only this november to be very honest uh, that is november 2018 really like like 6 months before the event uh, yes and i never planned to get into uh, a full ironman that is the that is 4 kilometers of sea swimming uh, or maybe open water swimming followed by 180 kilometers of cycling and 42 kilometers of running so that is full ironman so i never planned to actually go for it but uh, okay. when i picked okay. up cycling uh in november of november 2018 uh, and to be to be on on a lighter note i found to it to be pretty easy uh cycling uh, so in I... the first <laughs> sorry to say that but i have to be honest here so uh in the but, first but you're saying but you're saying you're saying ironman texas is exactly like the main ironman yes yes it is it is actually ironman championships so it is actually uh, tougher than the normal ironman or ironman race okay uh and okay. texas is very tough because of the weather there uh, that i endured the it was 42 degrees celsius uh, on the road there and it was tough so yes i mean naturally uh, when once you enter championships you are actually prepared for that uh but then uh, about my cycling when in the first week of my cycling i i completed 100 kilometers on that that very weekend so mm. so that the thoughts came to my mind that boss i mean if if i am i'm doing it and i am already i have already done cycling uh, sorry running and swimming before so let's take up this sport so I, the the first thing you have to do is to register so once i registered for my dubai half ironman and i completed it in 7 uh, and 1/2 hours and without too much of uh, pain really then the next obvious thing was to get into ironman that's how i did it Now I'm noticing you're even wearing the Iron Man cap. It looks pretty cool. Yeah, it's just been ten days, and uh, I uh, I like to flaunt it every day, every time in at every opportunity. So, and this is my finisher's cap. So I'm going to keep it forever, probably. Flaunt it! You got to flaunt it. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have the wow. finisher's uh, band as well. You know that I'm not band. The three. three Ajay, you've not removed it only. Not at all, and I am not even planning to remove it. It yeah. is a, it has to wear away. <laughs> how many how many people till date would have finished Iron Man? Would be a very small number, I am sure. Uh, from India, uh, there is no clear stats, but I would say less than ten, twelve people. Uh, I believe I have completed Iron Man. Uh, the full Iron wow. Man, I am talking about. So wow, wow, and, and and what do you think is the most painful part of being a part of that race? i think just to adapt to the conditions and to mentally prepare that you are going to be in this luck fest for 16 17 hours and you have to manage your body it's not about speed at all it is not about uh, uh, your fitness uh, that much i would i would say it is 80% mind and 20% physical so just to endure that kind of pain uh, i'll just give you a quick example now uh, there are a lot of people in fitness and there are a lot of people right. who do all kind of stuff like from hiit high intensity interval training to right. so on and so forth so uh, in iron man your heart rate is really really about 160 170 for hours together so that pain that the body has to withstand uh, that makes this stuff uh, uh, sport as really really tough sport uh, over anything and then in that uh, moment where you really endure that kind of pain uh, you just have to keep moving forward 
one leg at a time, one sprint at a time, uh, one pedal at a time, you know, one stroke at a time, uh, at a time in swimming. So that's how you have to keep talking to your body for those 16, 17 hours and that's how you finish. So talking, talking to your body, like, like you're really thinking talking to your body, baby, just hold on, is it? Yeah, man, because uh, any science geek would tell you that body can store only one and a half hours of energy. After that, there is no energy. Right. So you have to keep replenishing your body all together every 30, 40 minutes. And the lactic acid that is produced in your body, you have to try in more ways than one to flush it out. And like I said, keep talking to your body that that you can do it. And there are many people who do it. So, you know, there's no reason why you cannot, cannot do it. And that's how you, every minute you can count, you know, <laughs> 16 hours of minutes, you know. Wow. Wow. So when you say that so much of uh, the sport is mental, like I remember when we were talking yesterday, you said 70% of your preparation is purely mental. 70% of winning, winning, the, winning that sport is purely mental. How do you think, okay, uh, like what all do you think has helped you to build yourself mentally? Right. I'm sure there's, you've been involved with sports from the beginning, but you know, I've seen so many people, they were involved in sports before and then, you know, they slide into being a nobody. You know, they were at peak of the game and then slide into being a nobody as age catches up and all. So what keeps you mentally, you know, in that zone? Are there certain habits you have? Are there certain routines you have that really keeps you on the, keeps your razor sharp right. mentally? Yeah, actually, this is a good question because... Uh, you first of all need to like what you're doing. You know, you should be passionate about it. If if you start jogging and running because you ought to do it, maybe to shed weight or etc., then you are not loving it. You know, or mm -hmm. or you get to a stage where you get habituated and you develop that love and passion. So once you develop that love and passion, is the only possible way. You know, uh, where you can prosper. Yeah, and you can do it. Uh, so that struggle is all mental, like I said. Uh, I like to swim. I like to... Okay. Uh, uh, I, I don't like to bike, but uh, I'm getting there. So uh, the passion for, for doing all this, you know, is, is what um, gets you day in, day out. And uh, like routine, you know, I mean, once you like it, once you are passionate about it, then you easily fit in in your routine. So uh, I would give you my routine a little bit. Is my day starts very early in the morning. It's five thirty, six o'clock in the morning, and uh, so I I give two hours to uh, to my sports uh, in the morning, and about forty five minutes or fifty minutes to one hour in the evening. So three hours are dedicated okay. to sports and. That's not a big challenge, actually, because once your day starts at 5.30 and 6, by 8 o'clock, you're done. 8 a.m., you're done. So you, right. can, you can go to your office, you can resume your work, you can go to your business. There is no problems. Uh, again, in the evening, right. we can easily squeeze in about 45 minutes, 50 minutes of time. It's actually not a problem. You know, if you are passionate about it, if you really want to do it, people uh, who right. are passionate about watching movies can you know, put that kind of time in watching movies, you know? So that, that's right. all about So once you're passionate about it, then I think this, it's not a challenge anymore, you know, because you, you enjoy the process. It's not that you, on the first day you can run 42 kilometers or you can bike for 200 kilometers, but you need to 
enjoy that process and that comes only if you have passion or grit uh, in you so that yeah. actually helped me i believe so dr swaroop tell me something about your morning routine when you tell when you say that the first 2 hours of the day you spend on your sport okay how do you like do you get up and consume something and then hit the road for cycling or running or swimming is there a eating routine before you start all right or is, can you share with me that what's your routine before you run and what's your routine after you finished your run or jog in the morning right so uh, specifically to me i mean it, it can differ from person to person for me i have my protein shake in the morning uh, before i run the i get up i have my 1 liter of water uh, preferably warm water sometimes uh, after that uh, one scoop of protein shake and uh, that could be any protein shake i have had whey protein since past 15 years now there is no problems with whey protein at all uh, it's yeah. fine protein pure absolutely and so i have that then i go for my jog or my cycling for one but do you mix do do you mix whey protein with water milk yeah. or do you prefer mixing it with i i prefer with water uh okay. so it, it's just quick one just uh, get up in the morning have so it's light on the body also absolutely and plus it gives you that energy to to endure for next 45 50 minutes because what happens is when we yeah. sleep for 6 8 hours in the at night so body is deprived of lot of nutrition because we we don't have the habit of getting up in the middle of the night and eat so there is hardly anything in the body for 6 8 hours so uh, we replenish it for with proteins proteins has about 100 120 200 maximum calories so that is good for right. uh, for 45 minutes to 1 hour like by uh, okay. calculation 1 uh, km of running would consume about 70 80 calories so okay. you should know what what you are good at and that's the plan but you start with about one scoop of proteins once you come back i have very heavy breakfast like really heavy breakfast like there will probably be four eggs omelet or i being a maharashtrian there are some traditional recipes that like simple upmas and etc that i have kothambari uh, vadi is my favorite maharashtrian dish oh, not for breakfast by the way i don't diet at all i mean there is there is nothing on diet regime that i really really am very clear so, about so 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 there is no food which is like a absolute no no for you is it you try everything that your heart tells you to is it absolutely just to, just eat it in proportions you cannot have 10 gulab jamuns you you cannot have mm. uh, 10 paste, pastries there but you can certainly have one in 3 days not a problem uh you just okay. have to be very conscious in the way that you should know how much you are able to burn if you are able to burn 1000 okay. calories a day i think any pro- any food is no problem for you uh right. but we all make mistake of uh, that's just my opinion by the way that uh, we just eat too much you know uh, and then we we try to restrict ourselves by then eating way too little so we are on the either side of the spectrums were never in the middle so Uh, we should balance it and i don't i don't think any any food is a problem really so that that's basically okay. coming back to the question that's exactly what i do in the morning i just have my normal routine breakfast and then i'm off okay. to my work, you know and but and i'm lucky enough to because i'm a early riser i start at 9 yeah. o'clock 30 by 4 o'clock 4 4 pm i'm done you know with my okay. work my daily work so again i i i uh, contribute okay. a bit of my fitness in the evening for 
half an hour, 45 minutes. Mm, that's about it. Okay. There is really. So in the evening, when you say fitness, is it gymming or is it another round of a run or a swim or a cycling? No, it is strength, uh, strengthening. You know, so it's not core gymming where where I build lot of uh, muscles or something like that. Not muscle building and all. Yeah, not strength really. training. It is little bit of strength and plus it is to flush out all the lactic acid that has accumulated in your body because it's very important that my muscles are not sore for the next day morning run. I run or jog or uh, cycle for, I have 10 sessions in a week. That is five days a week, mm. uh, morning, evening. Mm. So there are 10 sessions. So 10 sessions, I contribute three for my run, three for my cycling and four for my uh, swimming. So uh, okay. I make sure that there is no uh, fatigue in my body, no soreness in my body. And that you will come to know with experience once you start my body is different to yours manish and you know so on and so yeah. forth so you will come to know that what you require for your body and and that's how you progress i always been a, a, a kind of a good listener to my body than any any book or a coach you know because like every every dna is different i think you cannot have one set of rules for for all the body types and uh, so eventually over the period of time, I have learned what my body needs today for me to excel tomorrow morning. So that's, that's what I have uh, fit in my routine. Okay. So when you say that, uh, you know, you want the lactic acid not to be there, all right, is it created for the benefit of the audience? Is it created in everybody's body because of their day-to-day -day routines? Or is it uh, created purely because you're exerting quite a bit compared to a normal person and why is it why is it harmful is what i would want you to elaborate on so uh, just quickly lactic acid is when your muscle doesn't get enough oxygen so okay so there is a lot of anaerobic buildup that's what we call it okay so once okay. there is what happens is now everything is kind of a chain you know uh, one thing gets into another uh, if your body or your heart is not efficient like for example, if there is a newbie who wants to run two kilometers and uh, he will get fatigued in one and a half, you know, why? Right. Because, because his body and his heart are not yet trained to have efficient body uh, oxygen supply for that muscle. So, okay. uh, so once there is no efficient body uh, oxygen supply to that muscle, then that muscle performs in an anaerobic ma manner and not aerobic manner. So when there is this okay. performance in a manner, then there is this creation of lactic acid in our body. It's a plain science. Okay. So okay. the faster you are able to remove that lactic acid from your body, the more efficient that muscle is going to work again. The lactic acid is just okay. the way muscle tells you that boss, I I'm tiring. You know, that's exactly what tiredness okay. is all about. So it, so everybody okay. gets tired, everybody gets this lactic acid accumulation, whether you uh, work out or not. Just when you okay. work out, uh, it accumulates way too faster than you actually notice it. So, okay. you know, so it's important for especially endurance athletes to not have that lactic acid buildup in your body because soreness is directly uh, related to the lactic acid. And why we have soreness in our yeah. body is because there is lactic acid created in our body and it is not yet removed. So my emphasis is always on those heart rate related exercises where uh, there is pumping or flushing out of lactic acid 
and a little bit of cardio buildup. So uh, uh, for me, it works morning is where I train and evening is all about strengthening and lactic acid uh, flushing out. So technically you're saying that anybody and everybody by this logic should have a routine built up for 15 to 20 minutes minimum of some kind of a workout for for the vitality in the body to be to really be there right because eventually if you're saying the lactic acid accumulates then the soreness eventually will hit a person and eventually uh, make reduce the vitality of the person precisely absolutely right because uh, everybody works throughout the day but there is no chance or, or we don't give our body any chance to flush out that those acids and that's why we we tend to sometimes get up in the morning with body ache we don't feel like doing much you know suddenly there is some kind of fatigue in our body and then we relate it to yeah yesterday was a very long day probably that is the reason got tired and uh, that's the reason you know i have this body ache but what did you do to actually flush out that tiredness you know so i i do recommend at least at least 20 25 minutes maybe even 30 minutes of light exercise whichever whatever you want to do maybe uh, maybe aerobics maybe strength whatever you like yeah, maybe even bodybuilding uh, for every every person you know really i mean that would that would build up their efficiency their cardio that's how the human gets fit that's how we get fit eventually you know so maybe that 30 minutes of exercise will help you to make it 45 minutes next time but it it should be an automatic process i always believe that you should be able to listen to your body if you require 20 minutes okay if i perform for 20 minutes and tomorrow morning i am feeling fresh that means my body requires 20 minutes and not 40 minutes more is not good all the time you know just because you can run 10 right. kilometers today and tomorrow you are going to sleep entire day doesn't make any sense be very happy doing it you know your body should be supportive of, you know to whatever you are doing so if you exercise for 20 minutes and tomorrow you realize that yeah i am feeling so fresh that means your body requires 20 minutes of exercise that's what you have to talk to your body and your body will always talk to you back you know, all the time it will give you you information so that that's a cycle that everybody has to learn so surup you're saying that uh, workout is important now there are many apps which people have started buying and these manufacturers of these apps have become multi millionaires 5 minute app 7 minute exercise 10 minute app do you think that if a person were to even be include 5 minutes or 10 minutes of a workout regime in his day you think that also produces a impact on the body well uh nothing against the apps because i i believe they have their own strong sciences and and all the theories that that back it but uh, again coming to the same point i believe that you should be able to understand what your body requires and that only comes by practice and there is nothing wrong with trial and error method because whatever you are doing is for your own good so uh, instead of blindly following any app i believe that you should experiment with your body if your body likes if your body likes jogging then for how much time if your body likes cycling then okay you can try cycling but you can space out your time maybe tomorrow you can cycle for 10 minutes and see if you are liking it if your body is liking it uh, maybe even for gym i have seen this uh, gymming trends where uh, there is this uh, how would i put it 
personal training which is for 45 minutes you go to any gym right to take names uh, but 45 minutes is our personal gym time how do you decide that 45 minutes that that poor chap who has just registered for gym has not even worked worked out for 45 seconds in his life and that is the right come to you how would you decide those 45 minutes for him so i believe that you should you should encourage that that client of yours to to actually work out on his own just show him the techniques pros and cons and let him work and then you figure out how much time is needed for him rather than having a blanket 45 minutes for everybody you know i know they you know this that's how it is and there may be some scientists backing it but i don't believe that that is the right way forward and what happens is sometimes those 45 minutes are so excruciating for for a person that he develops that repulsion for gym he develops that repulsion for even sports those are kind of atrocities on him you know rather than pleasure so a gymming experience a, a fitness experience has to be more of like i said passion and pleasure you should be able to enjoy it so gradual is is i believe the best way forward maybe a 5 minutes 7 minutes yes you can use those apps but you don't have to go by their plans you can just read those apps and understand what is the right way of doing or right technique of doing maybe that can help but just because an app says 20 minutes today 25 minutes tomorrow no i mean that app doesn't it's a, it is for your assistance it, it cannot be somebody who is going to train you so i believe that you listen to yourself rather than an app so dr sir when you say you got to listen to yourself or right uh, for a person to develop that ability to listen to yourself do you because see people have you know their mind is chatting with them all the time there's a constant chatter going on and sometimes people can only listen to the chatter not their intuition you know so so listening to self sometimes becomes you know a a a art to build upon or to learn so how do you recommend a person living a civilian life okay in a day to day affair how do you think what do you think he should do or what would you recommend him to do so that he builds his ability to listen to himself or be guided by intuition what would you recommend right so uh, i believe either a person has or rather every person has in his own you can say hobbies you know uh, hmm. many like to dance for example you know many like to do morning walks you know many like to maybe for any other reason maybe maybe just to mingle with their friends they just go for a morning walk so what happens is like for example let's take um, dance because dance is common to both you know males and females so once you start dancing you can pick up your dancing abilities or your you know your hobby and you would realize that if you are not fit you cannot dance for more than 5 7 minutes 10 minutes just to be able to dance for more have those difficult steps you need fitness so now you can channelize your you know the ability or your passion towards dancing into fitness so i want to dance for more i want to dance with difficult steps so how will you do it the only way you will be able to do it by, is by developing fitness and that, that's where you know I, i i i come from talking to your body like i want to do this difficult step how will i do it i need some more calf strength 
I need some more cardio strength. How will I develop that cardio strength? Let's start jogging. That's how you channelize from from your hobby to something that you have to do. You know. So I understand your question that you know just by saying or talking to your body means what? You know. I mean, I don't want to do it, right? I mean, your body doesn't want to do it. So yeah, your hobby and to get better in for you know to get better in your hobby. you can actually come back to fitness again so that's a better way of getting into fitness you know coming through the hobby you know just coming to the hobby angle irrespective of what the hobby is but if a person lands us dedicating some part of the day to do what they really love to do you really think a person can start following a person can start talking to his body or following intuition is it absolutely absolutely i mean there are so many in fact uh, i was one of them who always wanted to uh be a good dancer i am not unfortunately uh but uh, there are so many of my friends actually you know who want to go clubbing who want to go pubbing and they just don't go because they cannot dance they cannot sway to the music so why can't they sway to the music because one obviously they they don't have that ability yet second they don't want to get all sweaty in first 5 minutes they don't want to get all messy and just you know hit the pillow in next 45 minutes or one hour they don't they want to have long nights so how do they yeah. do it so you can channelize no i want to dance for 4 hours so how will i do it by developing fitness so that's how you channelize what you want to do your hobby so any hobby you have with the root is through fitness really and that's how you channelize your mind uh, mind to actually get into fitness wow wow so tell me dr swaroop all right what's you got you got so much water under the bridge you got so many experiences that you've gone through you got you you you've lived in a way you know uh, desires and you know uh, uh, achievements that people would have aspired to to attain in their life you've done so much of it already so I'd love to hear from you. What do you what what according to you has been the most defining moment for you? What according to you has has contributed the most to shape you the person shape shape you into being the person you become? Uh, well, that's kind of difficult to pinpoint just one because uh, uh, if you are asking from sporting angle, then I believe the failures are the are the things that that actually motivate you more. And there have been many. In fact, there have been most. Let's put it that way. Because uh, it's not that on the first day that I started running that I finished the marathon. There were failures along the way. So, but then the most I would say most uh, highlighting moment or maybe most significant moment, most uh, the moment that gave me most pleasure was finishing my first uh, full marathon. Uh, I will never forget that day. Where was this? Where was this? And when was this? uh that was thane varsha marathon in 2001 2001 when when uh, the epidemic of standard chartered bank no no scb marathon is it no no not stand chart stand chart marathon came into existence in 2003 or 2004 in mumbai uh this was before okay. that this was in 2001 that there there is this place thane in in uh, near mumbai so they have okay. their marathons even before uh, uh stand chart started their marathon so i used to participate okay. in those and uh, uh, one it, it was a difficult mountain to climb i mean uh, imagine somebody who never ran more than 5 km 6 km eventually had a goal to 
to achieve full marathon athlete status so the moment and believe me that marathon is very unique i don't know if you know now it has changed uh, they used to start in the afternoons the marathon is to start at 2:30 in the afternoon and is to finish at wow 7:30 in the evening 2:30 in the afternoon and in the summers is it wow many found it to be impossible in fact even i found it to be kind of that to bombay that to bombay bombay it yes so uh, it was 37 38 degrees all the way and uh, to actually finish it uh, in my first attempt itself i think that was i felt like you know i have just climbed mount everest <laughs> so that uh, that that i mean and second is naturally ironman clearly i mean ironman is a sport i believe it probably the toughest endurance sport uh, that that you can come across uh, there are many others like ram race across america, america where Uh, you have cycling which is very tough cycling uh, then there is ultraman as well you know which is which is more distance than uh, ironman even but then it's on a separate day so ultraman has its own challenges but on a one on one day sport or or rather in one day uh, three different sports at you can achieve it in 16 seconds i think ironman is is probably the toughest sport and once i did i became an ironman i think that was second most highlighting thing that i would like to mention here yes. wow and which which according to you has been a failure that you have walked away from stronger and as a better person which failure would you term as again a character building memory oh, character build oh then then i have no doubts in my mind that uh, i think it's not related to sports but uh, after being uh, md in periodontics uh, i actually wanted to go for civil services and uh, as you would know that uh, upsc exams so uh, i to become a doctor you you spend best part of 27 28 years of your life and uh, i had just one shot at uh, upsc because the, the eligibility is only till 30 29 complete right so i had just one shot at it and i gave it my all by the way and i mean no doubt and i didn't leave any any stone unturned at all but i didn't get it and it it had a very uh, that was a big failure i mean i believe that was a big failure but it taught me so much that failure taught me so much that you know what i mean you have to just give your best really all the time and there is no way that you are going to back out just because you have a small injury here and there and uh, just because there is some uh, there are many things that in in your day to day job day to day office that don't turn the way you want them to be but there is always a in a bigger motive there is always a bigger goal uh, other you know somewhere there you know so you just have to keep keep going like i said in ironman you know that actually helped me a lot because uh, at about 13th hour or 14th hour there is nothing left in your body so uh, those those upsc thoughts and that and 13 hours mean there's still 4 hours more to go precisely so and that took 4 hours of running so uh, i was at around 12 13 km in my run Uh, and another 30 to go or something like that. so this upsc thoughts and all those failures and just talking to yourself that boss i mean you have seen the work this clearly is not that bad i mean you just have to run 30 kilometers and you could not going to die clearly so yeah i mean this that has shaped me a lot I, today i i believe that i have become clearly more strong i would believe uh, mentally and nothing really can crack me uh, i believe that 
yeah i mean that that is a biggest failure that that probably has my character but but when the upsc failure happened that had devastated you that was like end of the world for you for that moment. oh yeah for 3 months good 3 probably 2 3 months i mean i was like are kya ho gaya i mean yeah, i'm i'm in trouble <laughs> you know so yes that was really bad now that i remember it again <laughs> so wow wow so you know you you have you have your medicine you have your you have the you know uh, the facility that is coming up you are taking care of the fitness that you are taking care of uh, is there a night routine that you follow to sum up your whole day before you go into sleep because i think because i think you you having a good sleep is also very very important to set yourself up for a great day tomorrow yeah but, uh, yeah you are right but then what if i am good sleep i mean to be honest uh because we are not privileged to have 9 or 10 hours of sleep that doesn't happen anymore not at least in mumbai so right. uh, and plus i have a 3 and a half year old daughter who doesn't allow me to sleep early at all so i struggle on that note but then i still try to hit bed around 11 o'clock i still need at least 6 and a half hours of sleep uh and before okay. sleep uh, is where i i try to figure out what i'm going to do tomorrow it's not one week ago that i i plan to do uh, because you you don't know how your body is going to react 3 days from now so there is no point talking out a plan which would be going from weeks to months i do it maybe 2 3 days in advance and still i the plans are very flexible like for example if i decide tomorrow morning i have to run 10 km and tonight if i get late to sleep or i understand that you know it may not happen then i am not going to be that that crazy to start you know to push my body for 10 km i'll probably end at 8 km nothing nothing wrong no i don't i'm not exceedingly harsh on my body because i know that today if it is 8 km there will be 12 km 15 km tomorrow in all day after tomorrow or after that so it's not as if i am very stringent about all that but what i'm stringent mm. about is what goes in my body after 8:30 it's it's nothing heavy at all because uh, body cannot digest it oh, no overnight so after 8:30 i stick to liquid diets you know, or or maybe a smoothie or something like that whatever i eat is uh, heavy i eat is before 8:30 pm and i i can go in go and have a samosa as well i mean that's not a problem <laughs> so but okay after 8:30 it's a big no no i mean so so 2 3 hours before sleeping nothing heavy that's what you follow religiously yes that that's one thing i clearly follow because i believe in it not because somebody has told me okay yeah and, so and if i may ask you're a vegetarian or i'm a vegetarian or a non vegetarian no i'm a vegetarian and uh, sometimes i have eggs as in boiled eggs but then i'm very picky and choosy uh, regarding the how would i put it non because i'm a vegetarian the smell matters to me and sometimes it doesn't work <laughs> so sometimes i have my boiled eggs but that's about it okay so your source of protein because your body definitely will need decent amount of protein at least 70 to 80 grams of protein a day for the wear and tear you source it what are your main sources of protein for that so i have uh, one is dal second is soya beans and tofu these are my like staple food i mean i can eat them every single day and uh, uh, luckily for me i believe i am not a foodie i don't crave for 
very exotic uh, recipes or something like that in fact i don't crave for much much food at all uh, so that works in my favor because then i don't have any demands of any 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 vegetarian right brother so not being a foodie helps but uh, my so puran puran polis puran polis and all don't tempt you uh, if there is puran puri at home i will eat it but i will never ask anybody to prepare puran puri for me let's put it that way <laughs> you know i i i don't miss <laughs> okay yeah so uh, but vegetarian and primarily uh, the but then my primary source of protein has been whey whey protein i have my two scoops of whey protein uh, clearly i have one in the morning and one at night no not at night in the afternoons i have it you know at around uh, okay. i believe the most critical time uh, in anybody's diet is that 3 pm to 6 pm wala phase where you tend to become very very hungry and then you can put any and everything in your <laughs> tummy you know and then you regret it but that's where you you tend to eat lot of stuff it's not in the morning that you are going to eat lot of stuff not in the night but that 3 pm to 6 pm is a very critical phase so if you are not hungry at that point or in that span then i think you are good to go so at 3 pm 4 pm i have my protein shake i am already full in my tummy so i don't crave for many more things at that point super so do you you know we are we are almost dr swarup another few questions to go uh what i'd like to you know uh ask you is that to be able to swing so much all right i'm sure you've had tremendous amount of family support to make this happen because i guess without the family support this is impossible absolutely absolutely i think you know uh, your parents and your wife plays very critical role uh because uh if you have to follow your routine then somebody has to compromise so uh so for sure it's so beautifully put if you have to follow your routine someone has to compromise it's so beautifully put yeah. <laughs> so yeah uh, wife has been very very supportive i mean very very supportive really clearly and she is the one who always pushes me into different you know dreams and different goals and in fact when when i have my next uh, i'm planning to do a next iron man uh, i don't know maybe two months time or something like that let's let's see so she is the one who who was the first person to ask me okay now your iron man now what's your next plan going to be so she she is actually the one who pushes me into into all these uh, plans and goals and she is always there you know to support but but i would not like to forget uh, one person uh, who has been instrumental in actually helping me a lot and that has been my mentor and my boss dr vijay d patel who uh, the president of dy patel university you know uh, the dy patel group navimbal so he is a sports person himself uh, he is a sports lover himself so he understands okay. that swarup needs certain amount of support in terms of his uh, working time working culture the way of sports person thinks every day so he yeah. has been always supportive right. about about all my all my plans and all my goals and etc so uh, without his support uh, it would have been impossible really so yeah i mean uh, i have amazing amount of support in my professional my work life as well as my personal life so i've been lucky that way yeah definitely so so you definitely sound lucky with having most amazing people around you that encourage empower and create that environment around you to perform 
or like what would you do when how do you deal with people that don't support your cause or maybe suck your energy what would be how do you deal with them what would be your suggestion because everyone has some of the other people sometimes around that draw energy away from them right you know how do you deal with people like that because because um, for, for being a sportsman it's so important for you to be in that zone all the time right right i i am uh, i don't know if uh, you have figured it out i am very bull headed person you know i mean uh, that's that's where i come from when i say 80% is all mental and 20% is all is physical so uh, people will keep talking frankly and i but so the only way to silence them is to excel and so for example uh, if you are a marathon finisher you are a marathon finisher i mean there is nothing that can take it away from you so uh, right whoever wants to put you down actually is failing right i mean he it, it doesn't matter what he says because eventually people will realize that you know he is a marathon finisher he is the person who has completed 600 kilometers of cycling and it's all there in the open he has done it you know so people will always tend to follow uh, eventually follow you know the right right thing and it's up to you to set that example for them so i believe that for all those people who are in a way negative i will not negative is a very harsh word but who do, don't believe in you or uh, who kind of criticize you for for certain reasons you know the only way to silence them is by showing to, to what you can do and just by leading by example that that let the results speak absolutely let let the results speak now today i have done iron man there are many people who would probably be saying many different things you know but people still people still talk rubbish no i mean people like for example people would say ha huh, he has become i am only because he has a background of swimming now now it's all right i mean so so i i always feel that any publicity you know is is a publicity you know so i don't mind them speaking about me so i am really happy that they they took their some valuable time from their 24 hours to talk about me maybe it may be positive or negative but they they had to talk about me so you know they cannot forget me so that that's in a wow. way that's in a way a positive thing for me wow that's such a beautiful way to look at it so you built it like a habit of gratitude even if someone you know has a bad attitude towards you absolutely absolutely because then because that means that's me that means they are thinking about me so it's it's my pleasure you <laughs> know <laughs> amazing amazing do you do gratitude do you have a habit of gratitude that you follow on a daily basis i don't know i mean how to put it because not really not really you know because uh, i i don't i'm uh, i'm not that emotional person and i mean to put it okay. way, I, i am more of a practical person you know you so it doesn't really but i guess you're living you're living with that gratitude attitude of gratitude 24/7 so yeah, I, I, let's put it that way that i i talk very less I mean, I'm I'm not gifted with the ability of a marketing person to to, to talk to any any anything you know really and sell anything. I just lead by example, and that that's not because I want to lead by example. I just want to do what I like to do, and if it is an it it helps anybody, if it is an example to anybody, I'm more than happy. You know, I'm I'm more than happy to help. But I am not here to prove anything to anybody. I am just to uh, here to prove that 
to myself that I can excel even more, you know. And I am just doing it because I like it. As simple as that, you know. I'm not here to prove anything to anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you're doing everything that makes you happy, yeah. and that's the that's why you've been able to do so much because you're always doing something that makes you happy. Looks like precisely, absolutely, and bingo. I mean, I I will not do it next day if it, it doesn't make me happy at all. I mean, it it has to give me pleasure. You know that that's the only way. You know, uh, you can excel in that. Nothing else. So I believe that once you know, if you have work. and sometimes the kind of work that you have may not pleasure you a lot then there has to be something to balance it out you know there has to be a counterbalance of something that really make you happy and you should do that so many times people kind of crave that okay there is this work and i i'm not happy with that then you create something for yourself that will make you happy and that will just counterbalance everything so i am of that opinion i am not with that emotional mindset of brooding and you know just talking about doing things i i like to do things so what's your what's your five year vision dr swaroop what is it that you are uh, intending to create for yourself in the next five years so uh, on on a personal note that would be on my uh, sports note i would like to at some point in time um, compete in uh, kona championships that is the world championships in i am uh, it's extremely tough to get uh, qualified in those so i will wow. do it what what's it called what's it called kona championship so it's in kona hawaii that's why it's called kona uh, in a very lame manner uh. uh, it's it's ironman world championships so you if you are the best of the best in ironman so there are many ironmans so if you are the best of the best of ironmans then you get to compete in those championships so that is my kind of a long term goal on on a personal wow. and on a professional level now like uh, you mentioned i am the projected of the new and upcoming university that we have in 50 acres of campus uh, near pune dalega so i would like it to prosper i mean that is one of the most important and most critical task that i have been lucky enough to get so i would like it to prosper just like any other university that Uh, you know, and you can Google many universities' names. So I would like my university, which is growing right now, it's on the verge of getting launched, uh, which which will get launched in next two three months. So I would like it to grow in the next five years. So I, that's my wish. Awesome. Which book would you would like to recommend to people? Any book or any documentary that has inspired you a lot or taught you a lot? uh book see one book that i actually remember right now there may be uh, other books as well is bounce b o u n c e bounce it is an amazing okay. uh, i am not a avid reader as such in terms of uh, a book i don't i can't read for like hours and hours together uh, i regret that but unfortunately i don't have that patience uh but this book bounce is i believe that everybody has should read and then somebody who wants yeah what what's it about what what did it teach you what's it about it's about it's a very interesting book in the in the sense uh it it says what the moral basically the book crux says is uh many things have to come together to make an outstanding sport person we we always believe that okay in india sachin tendulkar or virat uh, are like the premier batsmen uh, 
there is the Usain Bolt, the, the Federer's, and so on and so forth, which are like world class at the Tiger Woods. Uh, but what made them uh, what they are are more than one thing. It's not just uh, your hard work and your talent. It's many other right. like for example where Roger Federer used to reside. Uh, there was a tennis court right next to the his wall. You know, so that actually made him take pick up tennis bat, tennis racket. Wow, such a small thing. Exactly. Yeah. So, so many things like where Sachin Tendulkar used to reside. Uh, Shivaji Park was right next to right next to the corner. So, so that helped him to actually get into that sport. It's not a divine intervention. Right. So many things have to come right. to make you a, a great sportsman. So you don't have to be very hard on yourself if you are not a great sportsman. Not everybody has to be that great. You know, you you can still become a right. great sportsman if you just follow your instinct. So just to become the greatest and all, it's not just talent. Many many things have to come together, and that that book. Actually respects every basic sports person like I am, or maybe somebody who has who is even starting, and it's a great encouragement point for them, you know. Because what happens is we 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 discuss about say running and we talk about Usain Bolt. That is like the end product, you know. Just the right, right. Like the exception. What about those who who run the basic marathons? What about those who can just run basic hundred meters? So you don't have to look down upon them. Just that. Not everything has come together for them. That's just, that's just, that's just fine, you know. So the, this book teaches about that, and I feel that's pretty amazing, you know, to have a good mindset in for for. No, I'm gonna buy it after this call. I'm a, I'm a avid reader, Doctor Saroop. I love reading. I'm mm-hmm. definitely gonna buy it. All right. Yeah. I will. I I. What advice would you give to a 21-year-old walking out of college today? Because a twenty-one-year-old has so many thoughts, confusion, overwhelm. What advice would you give? Well, uh, a typical advice would be to pass, uh, to follow your passion and hobby. But uh, I I believe that uh, if you want to really do well uh, in your life, in whatever you do, uh, you have to have sound mind. You have to have sound mind clearly. And if you want to have sound mind, then you have to have sound body as well. So it is it is interrelated. So I would only advise all all the people uh, to take up some kind of fitness. It may be from dance to aerobics to anything that they like, even, even anything for absolutely. Now, but just try to become fit. You know, if you are fit in your body, then you are fit in your mind, and you have that clarity of thought all the time. I am absolute believer in if you have. Fit body, then you have a fit mind, and if you have a fit mind, then the thoughts that come to your mind are clearer. You are more focused, and that's the mantra to actually be successful. And if there was one quote you could put on a hoarding in the middle of Mumbai, all right, like a giant kick-ass hoarding, what would that say? Well, well, well. I mean, uh, I don't know if I can. I want to say it, but now that you have asked, I, I never believed that. Uh, a human being or a person can become master of one so i would put something like uh, why become master of just one you know if you can be master of many so that is something that i seriously believe in you you don't have to wow. just curtail yourself to become master of one you can be master of many many you know dr sarup you're among the first first person i've ever heard say that be master of many 
because everyone has this cliche thing focus on one master of one do one thing you know and that's why when people try many many things they are looked down upon they are commented upon you know because they are trying experimenting with things like i experiment with so many things so many things business banking podcasting nutrition biohacking uh you know and it's funny how people comment but uh, you're the first one i'm hearing you know master of many it's amazing such a beautifully such a beautiful thought yeah i mean i'm glad that you're, you you are one of the one of you are the rare one who is actually agreeing to this because we have that like you exactly you, know, you rightly said that it's about cliche just because we have been taught about some proverbs in fourth standard that this is the proverb so you have to you have to follow that no i mean that's not how it is you can you can define yourself and i don't believe that just because you have been brought up at the age of 17 you took one decision to become one thing that has to hamper you changing whatever you want at the age of 25 you can then change at the age of 30 35 why why i think should... yeah and that too that decision was taken when you were immature that decision was taken out of fluke accidental sometimes uh, on one <laughs> one on one side people say that you know 17 is a very immature age and on the other side they are made to take all the very very difficult and significant decisions of their life at that age it doesn't work that way so you you have to change and you have to welcome that change and just be good at it and i have no doubt that if you are passionate about it you are going to be master of that no doubt about it right? just the definition of master nobody else can define you being master if if you feel that you are good at running you are good at running you are master at running you know nobody has to define you that whether you are good at running or not you should feel it from within that whether you are good or not and if you are passionate about it then you are master of amazing so dr suru where can listeners find you where can they uh, connect with you find you or follow you if they choose to well uh, they can follow me on facebook i am very active on facebook and instagram so very very welcome to follow me or ask me any questions or any comments and i am very welcome and i am very uh, very open to to all the discussions all the time i mean i am not very rigid about anything in fact i would like to learn a lot of things from a lot of people uh, every dna every person is different so if there are something that even i can learn very welcome so you are very welcome to join me awesome so what's your what's your instagram handle and facebook handle oh it's how simple. how it's my name it's swarup puranik everywhere okay so swarup puranik on facebook swarup puranik on instagram Okay. Okay. Brilliant, Doctor Sarup. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. Thank you so much for passing your message. I so appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so much, Manish, for 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 giving me your valuable time and inviting me on your channel. And I just love the questions that you asked because many of them actually touched my heart and many of them actually took me into the flashbacks of what it was back then. So. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Pleasure. Pleasure is all mine. All right. Thank you so much, Doctor Sarul. Ladies and gentlemen, that's it for the session today. Do follow Doctor Sarul. Do hit him up with a message. Uh, you will be really inspired looking at his post on his bicycle or somewhere running in some part of the world. Definitely, definitely follow him. So have a smashing day. Live well and be phenomenal. Love you guys. Bye.